Companionship is what makes every journey enjoyable. Today, we continue our journey with Jesus. Join Scott Pauley as we make brief stops in the Gospel according to Mark. We trust you will enjoy the journey. As you make your journey through life, you get to meet a lot of interesting people. Uh, if you travel very much, you especially do. I don't know if you're a people watcher like I am, but it is very entertaining and enjoyable just to observe people from time to time. And as we make our journey with Jesus through the gospel according to Mark, you're going to meet a wide variety of people, some very interesting characters. And in Mark chapter 1, as soon as you get past the title verse, the verse that we've studied first, the beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, immediately we meet one of those very interesting characters. He is known to us now as John the Baptist. And we pick up our reading in Mark chapter 1, verse 2, as it is written in the prophets, Behold, I send my messenger before thy face, which shall prepare thy way before thee, the voice of one crying in the wilderness. Prepare ye the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. John did baptize in the wilderness and preached the baptism of repentance for the remission of sins. And there went out unto him all the land of Judea and they of Jerusalem and were all baptized of him in the river of Jordan, confessing their sins. And John was clothed with camel's hair and with a girdle of a skin about his loins and he did eat locust and wild honey and preached saying, There cometh one mightier than I after me the latchet of whose shoes I am not worthy to stoop down and unloose. I indeed have baptized you with water, but he shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost. Those are amazing verses. Mark chapter 1, verses 2 through 8. And there's one great characteristic of John the Baptist that I believe is emphasized in these few verses, and that is his humility. Frankly, it's something that is sorely lacking in our world today. And even more tragically, it's lacking in most of our lives. You see, so many times we are so full of ourselves. We get to thinking that life is all about us, that it revolves around us, that it is about us being seen and us being heard and us being admired. But John somehow understood that it wasn't about him at all. As a matter of fact, all he was was a messenger. That's it. The message was bigger than him. And the one who sent him with the message was bigger than him. He understood that he was simply given a ministry of preparation, that he wasn't the main course, that he wasn't the main event, that it was all about Jesus Christ. In this, I think there's a marvelous truth for all of us today, and that is to be reminded that we are simply the Lord's servants. We are simply the Lord's messengers. God may have gifted you with great ability. God may give you wonderful opportunity. But in the end, my friend, the only star in the story is Jesus Christ. And the rest of us are all just supporting characters. We're just people who are called alongside to point others to the person of Jesus Christ. And there's several things in these few verses to me that speak of humility. One is even his attire, his lifestyle. He's clothed with camel's hair. He has on a girdle of a skin about his loins. He's eating locust and wild honey. Now, this is not a man who is living 
in comfort. This is not a man who is living for to be some spectacle for people. No, he's a simple man. He's living in the wilderness. He's living in the desert. We believe that by this point in time, his parents are dead and gone. You remember that Zacharias and Elizabeth were much older. And so he's living alone in the desert. He's living a humble life. And then it's interesting what God calls him repeatedly in Scripture. He's the voice. Mark, here in Mark chapter 1, actually quotes from two Old Testament prophets, from Isaiah and from Malachi. And uh, Scripture calls John the Baptist the voice of one crying in the wilderness. Can I remind you that voices are meant to be heard, not to be seen? John did not live his life to be seen of men. He lived his life to give the truth. He lived his life so they would hear about one that was coming that he wanted them to see. It's why he would cry in John chapter 1, verse 30, He must increase, I must decrease. Did you remember that John the Baptist was actually a cousin to the Lord Jesus Christ? That he has a, a physical relation to Jesus through their mothers? And yet, isn't it ironic he never once mentions that earthly relationship? Here's a man who lives alone and yet instantly becomes popular. Uh, the crowds come out to see him. We read in verse number 5 uh, that there went out unto him all the land of Judea and uh, they of Jerusalem. And they were all baptized of him in the river of Jordan confessing their sins. I have to tell you, if most of us were seeing that kind of success uh, in an obscure place, oh friend, we'd be shouting it from the housetops. It'd be on Facebook, wouldn't it? We'd be announcing it on social media. We'd be talking about our own goodness. And yet, John is not talking about his own goodness. In fact, he deflects all praise and all glory to the only good man, and that is to the Lord Jesus Christ. That's why he will say, There cometh one mightier than I after me. Could I remind you today there's one mightier than you, that there's one mightier than me, and that is the mighty God, and that compared to him we are very small people indeed. And that without Him, I can do nothing. You know, we live in a world of braggers, a world of boasters, and we all get caught up in it. The Bible says that most men will proclaim everyone his own goodness. But a faithful man, who can find? John the Baptist was not a man proclaiming his own goodness. He was a faithful man, a faithful messenger. He was the voice of one crying in the wilderness. I remember hearing years ago about someone who laughingly said that he was going to write a book on the world's ten most humble men and how I trained the other nine. Uh, it's laughable, isn't it? And then he said he was going to write a sequel on humility and how I attained it. Uh, the reality is when we even start to think we're humble, it's just evidence that we are so full of pride. You see, humility is not just saying, I can do something. Humility is even saying, I can't. Because either way, we've started with I. The focus is on ourself. John the Baptist's example is very simple. He doesn't talk about himself at all, positive or negative. He talks about Jesus. He lifts up Christ. You know, you talk about the one that means something to you. And for John the Baptist, he was consumed with one person, and that was with Messiah, with the Lord Jesus. He was consumed with the greatness of God. There's so much talk today about great men. Friend, the only really great man is the God-man. That's the Lord Jesus Christ. And the only light we have is the light that God graciously allows us to reflect. And that is the light of His glory and His goodness. If there's any good thing in any of us, 
It must be Jesus because it sure isn't us. Dr. Frank Sells said in my hearing years ago, God will allow difficulty and struggle, stress and strain to come into your life. And then he said this, Stop and thank God for everything the Lord uses to humble you. I think the Lord used many things in John the Baptist's life to humble him. Even at the end of his life, he'll be thrown in prison. He'll be forgotten in obscurity by men, all but he was remembered by God. Jesus will say, Never is a greater man born of woman than John the Baptist. I believe John the Baptist had great reward and glory. We're going to see him someday and meet him. And could I challenge you today to thank God for everything the Lord uses to humble you? Because everything He uses to bring you low is something He wants to use to lift Jesus high in your life. Humble yourself today under the mighty hand of God that He may exalt you in due time. Be content to simply be a voice, a messenger. Mark emphasizes Jesus as a servant, but he introduces us to another servant, John the Baptist. May the Lord help all of us to be Jesus' servant today. Thank you for traveling with us through God's Word. We would love to hear from you and share additional resources for enjoying the journey. Visit us online at scottpauley.org. May God bless you as you walk with Christ today.